Hey, it's your girl Autumn. I think that I want to talk about finding my way to podcasting. Tonight I was on like a free webinar and um, there was a lady talking about how to start your podcast and all of that good stuff. And, you know, just asking a lot of questions about, um, you know, what the purpose of your podcast is and uh, what what exactly would you like to do with it? Would you like to monetize it? Is it something that you're doing just for fun? Um, are you looking to have a big following? Um, all those type of questions and I really had to sit and think about them. Like, what exactly am I trying to do with this podcast? And why am I doing it? So I sat here for a little while. Just kind of, I was texting with one of my friends, telling her about it. And um, how I think that I just want to podcast literally for fun like yeah for informational purposes and things of that nature but mainly um because it's fun to me and to put a smile on others faces um I want people to be able to come to my podcast and and listen to me or to look forward to hearing my next uh episode the next episode of my podcast just because at some point during the podcast, I make them smile. So I've thought about some things <laughs> that I've done over the years. And, and I can't even lie. Like I have this thing where I'm kind of impulsive, which uh, somebody told me the other day. And I had to agree to it. Because I'll see something and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Or, oh, I want to get that. Or, you know, I got to do that right away. And I'll get it and start it and don't finish it. And sometimes, you know, it'll be something that I'll pick up. You know, it's one of the, okay, let me, let me put it like this. A couple of years ago, I was tapping into the crafty side of myself right so I started um just making like leather bracelets and chokers and um you know little bracelets with beads and all that stuff and decided that um I wanted to start sewing and it was primarily because I was uh very big girl I was about I don't know close to 260 pounds and I could never find anything that looked good on me like I I liked solid clothes you know I hated the flowers and you know all the stuff that they made for plus size women so anyway I'm like yeah I'm gonna start making my own stuff whatever have you 
And I finally got a sewing machine. And I paid a good little little amount of money for this sewing machine. So I started, you know, kind of self-teaching myself how to sew. And then, you know, I'm a whole Aries, so it was taking too long because I'm impatient, which is why I leave a lot of shit behind too. And I was like, all right, I'll pick this up again next week. And I just never did. So I have like this brand new sewing machine in my closet because I'm impulsive and, you know, I just wanted to get it right then and there. So I say all of that to say, I kind of did this, did the same thing with what I've done previous to podcasting. So, um, one of my best friends told me some years ago, oh man, it was a long, maybe like eight years ago, seven years ago that I should start, um, I should be a YouTube blogger or whatever you call it, or, you know, start a YouTube channel. And she was like, you always have so much to say and you're funny and, you know, just, she was gassing me up, you know what I'm saying? Just my whole like storytelling abilities and how I'll be telling the story, but then I have to back up because I forgot something, but it's just funny the way that it comes out. So, um, I was like, all right, you know what? That might be a good idea. All right. Didn't really do that much research and on it. Just went and created a channel and I probably recorded two videos and that was the end of that. I didn't like, I don't know. I, I, it it was just something about it. It was, I don't know. I just, it, it wasn't my thing, but the concept of, you know, being that storyteller and just, you know, talking in general was cool. So, um, then I have like four blogs, y'all. Like I have the R&B Junkie, the Hobo Chronicles, which I I have got to come and tell y'all about the Hobo Chronicles because it is hilarious. Um, I had a Tumblr, um, blog, um, like I have blogs just like all over the place that I probably don't even remember where they all are. Um, all kind of different types of stories or just me talking about myself, some of the things that I've been through and I could never stay consistent. And I don't know. I think as much as I like to write, I think that trying to get my head in the right place to just sit down and write uh, is what deterred me from that. So it's it's kind of like how I was at school. It's like I wanted to write. I, I felt like I was a decent writer, but I just felt like I ain't had a time for it, which is why I always did it at the very last minute. But, um, so I, and I still have blogs and I, you know, I still peek at them from time to time. I looked at the Hobo Chronicles tonight, was cracking up. Um, and always in the back of my head, I'm like, I need to develop, you know, I need to, to redevelop this stuff and, and try it again, but I never do. So then the idea of podcasting comes along. So, you know, I'm on Twitter. 
Um, I think that all ties in as well. Um, and, and But Twitter, you know, the the social media interaction, I think, is just kind of different. Um, it's, it's something else that I do to, you know, I get on there and I just crack up laughing at people. And I interact with a few of my followers and things like that. Um, but, and, and I think that that's another thing that kind of pushed me in the, you know, towards podcasting like I would see different people putting their stuff out but what ultimately did it <clears throat> was uh, my friend Darius um when we finally met face to face and we just sat and talked like we had known each other for years got um we were out of touch with each other for some years and then found out we were both in the Atlanta area and decided to um you know, go hang out or whatever. And he talked about it. He was, you know, we were just sitting there and we were just, you know, vibing, talking about stuff. And he was like, yo, I've been thinking about starting this podcast. And I was telling him at the time that I was um, thinking of building a brand. And again, it's another scatterbrain type of thing because it's like, I want to build a brand, but what do I want to build this brand about? But anyway, um, like I said, scatterbrain. Um, Darius he was like, man, I want to start this podcast. He's like, I've been looking for a co-host. I think you would be perfect. And thought about it, thought about it, thought about it, and finally reached back out to him. and was like, all right, bet. And so we, we did. We started uh, Gems and Dro, which is also um, here on Anchor. But um, even still, like, before going to him I thought to myself I think this will be a good thing for me to do just me so I started I started listening to different podcasts but I I mainly focused on like people that nobody knows really, you know what I mean? Not, not I don't want to say it like that, but you know, like podcasts that have, that don't have over a million, uh, downloads, you know, just everyday people like myself that I could relate to. And so I, I just started, I got on like Anchor and Spotify and like, just like all of the different, um, podcast outlets, Google, uh, podcasts, all of that. And literally started googling uh, googling but searching um, certain words and that that appealed to me and um just started following random people and now it's like I follow like I listen to more podcasts than I do music and that's that's a big thing for me to say. Like, I'm listening to podcasts while I'm running. Like, when I go out for a run, I'm listening to podcasts instead of instead of, instead of of listening to music. Because it's like these people are talking to me. Or it's like um, I'm in their conversations. Like, uh, Drunk Unks podcast. That's, like, one of my favorite podcasts right now. Um, they are hilarious. And I feel like I'm in the room. And for the first time I saw them um, on Facebook Live and I enjoyed it, but it was like, I think I'm, I'm more so like just listening than having to like pay attention to a screen. 
because I literally feel like I'm in the room just listening to these these dudes and they are hilarious so like them and um it's a couple of other um not up for debate I think they're all in the same area uh there's just a few that I I just listen to and I really enjoy it and it's because I I relate I can relate to most of the topics that they're talking about um, I always seem to have some sort of opinion or, or, um, have like my own kind of dialogue going on in my head about it as they're talking about it. And, um, just listening to all of the different opinions on the show, on the, on these different shows, I think it's great. And then there's, uh, um, a couple that I just kind of, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but I'm gonna shout them out when I uh, look them up. But like there's one um, one girl who's an investor or like a stock trader or something like that. And she um, just, you know, talks about stock. And I could just listen to her like it's nothing I've ever really wholeheartedly been interested in. But I could just listen to her and I learn something along the way. And it's just her. So um, I, I just think that this platform gives me a better chance of really being me and being able to reach an audience who can kind of relate to a girl like me. And and that can mean a lot <laughs> of different things to a lot of different people. But um, that's really, really all I, I want out of this. Um, if it's, if it happens to become big, like if it, if it happens to become this big thing where, um, you know, I'm getting paid and, you know, all of the, all of the pressure is on me getting a podcast out. Okay. Uh, You know, but I don't think that right at this moment, that's what I'm striving for. I really want this to be a relaxed experience for myself, uh, mainly, <laughs> and uh, just being able to to hit the record button and just talk about whatever the hell uh, strikes my mind at that moment. Um, especially, you know, I, I live alone and, you know, just me and the cat, but um, when I don't have anybody else to talk to for real I can get on the podcast and just <laughs> you know I know that sounds kind of lame but it is what it is like I can get on here and and talk until I'm blue in the face and I know that there will be someone out there that can listen and relate so I think that's just that's my whole thing that's how I ended up on the podcast um what you want to call it the podcast wave and I think that this is something that finally suits me now consistency is key I do understand that I published my first episode it's been some weeks and the few people that have listened to it really gave me, you know, good reviews or whatever. So I know I need to be a little bit more consistent. And I do realize that the more episodes I have, the more listens I'll get. <laughs> so um, 
I'll, I'll do better. Um, I, I just said on Twitter, like, I need to be as determined to get my podcast up running and regulated as I am in um, training myself to run this 5K in a few weeks. And, and that's been a struggle all in itself, but I'm getting there. So um, I'm hoping that the energy from that, uh, you know, training myself to run a 5K can pour over and shed some, some light onto this whole podcast thing. What I plan to do, you know, I, I don't know. I, gotta, I ha- actually have to sit down and, and make some plans. But I think that for this particular type of um, podcast, just me being solo and every once in a while having a guest or, you know, something like that, I think that I'll have a format. Um, I'm going to come up with one and (laughs) I'm going to follow it and I'm going to have, you know, maybe a few segments, um, kind of like how my first episode was just kind of broken down into segments, but I want them to be consistent. Um, I do want to make sure that I share some funnies. Uh, I will probably talk about what's going on in, in, um, you know, pop culture and just in the world today here and there, but I, I'm going to try my best not to share a whole bunch of sad shit because I just really don't be in the mood like or or something that's going to make me angry. Like I really want to keep this upbeat, but I will, you know, address certain issues that that hit a nerve. So, yeah, I, you know, I I really recorded this segment for myself. (laughs) Like I really needed to verbalize you know, my reason, my reasons for podcasting and, um, the benefit that it could have over time. So I hope you all enjoyed that. Talk to you soon. All right. So let me talk to y'all about a few things that I've seen since I have moved to the Atlanta area. I've been in Atlanta, well, the Atlanta area. They don't like for you to say Atlanta unless you live right in Atlanta. But um, I have been in the Atlanta area for almost four years. Uh, I did not initially want to move here. Like, I did not want to be here because this is where everybody moves to. And, um, I just didn't, you know, I, when I was back home, it was just like, I'm just going to move to see all y'all dusty asses. Like, I don't really want, (laughs) really wasn't feeling the vibe. Didn't really understand, you know, why it was such a big deal back then that everybody was moving to Atlanta. Then I realized that it had a lot to do with freak Nate, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but since I've been here, like I said, almost four years it'll be four years in September there's just a few things that I I've seen more than I've seen anywhere else and and every time these things happen they kind of catch me off guard because I just don't you know things have to make sense to me when they don't make sense you know I don't understand and 
I have to ask these questions and nobody ever has answers. So first thing on the list, and I'm going into this because I saw this today again. Why when doing everyday normal stuff, do people have to FaceTime why they do it in public now you in your car that's different you in you know at home you know you're in the privacy of yourself and you want to facetime okay great but if we if i go into the restaurant and I sit down at the bar and you have your phone propped up on the bar and the person that's in that you're FaceTiming with is laid back on the bed and neither one of y'all are really even looking at each other so I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on I, I just I don't understand this. I have seen it in the grocery store. I have definitely seen it at Walmart. I mean, you see everything at Walmart. I have seen it just last night. I was walking. I was walking. I was running on the track at the park. And this girl that was walking was on FaceTime. It's... I don't know. I like, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I I already get kind of not uneasy or I don't know. I always feel some type of way, even just overhearing a phone conversation. Like, I don't even want to hear you talk on the phone. (laughs) And and I know that we have to do it. And, you know, it's just one of them things that is going to happen. But my nigga, you don't have to FaceTime. You don't have to FaceTime all the time. It's just, y'all not even looking at each other. I I don't know. And then the phone, the damn face of the phone be all cracked up. The damn screen. I just. These are things that I've seen in a heightened sense um, since I've moved to the Atlanta area. The second thing, and I can remember this particular story off the top of my head and it was like the second or third day that I had moved here I'm in family dollar and I hear this music and it doesn't sound like it's coming from like a boom box or the stores overhead um system or it doesn't you know not even from outside you know how sometimes you could be in one of them little stores and you hear music outside but it just sounded I'm like where is this music so your boy is walking around family dollar playing music on his phone now 
I have also seen this in places such as Walmart and Kroger and um, just general places like have been in the ladies room or um, at the nail shop. Um, just various amount of places. And you're just playing random ass music on your phone like okay these smartphones are for your personal enjoyment you know what I'm saying like it's your personal little toy your little thing yeah you bought it you paid the money for it whatever what have you but I just don't feel like people understand that you know my shopping experience shouldn't have to consist of whatever shit it is you're listening to walking down the damn aisles of Walmart. Again, it just has to make sense to me. Like earbuds are, you can literally get some earbuds for like $1.99, bro. And I know, you know, maybe they ain't gonna be the most comfortable earbuds. But still, it's like, there's really no reason to have to play this music on your phone. Like I'm talking whole discographies, like, you know what I'm saying? Whole albums and shit. They just playing. It ain't no random playlist. They just pick the person. They playing the whole damn latest album and, and singing or rapping or whatever, all the words. And, most of the people in the store don't want to hear that shit. Like, you're the only one that wants to hear that. So, yeah, I'm talking about um, things that I've seen since I've moved to Atlanta or the Atlanta area. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I've seen these things in other places, but I see them here most, like, just so much I see so much of it and I just don't really understand it another thing and this also happened today as well and it happened a couple of weeks ago I was coming out of a store um and it's like a big parking lot and I'm sitting, you know, sitting in my car, getting ready to start my car up. And I see these two guys walking. They have backpacks. But they had, like, these big winter coats on. It was legit about 85 degrees outside today. Legit 85 degrees. I see this so much in the Atlanta area. A couple of weeks ago, I was at Publix. And the guy who worked there, he was outside getting the carts, had on a, a coat, a scarf, and um, a, 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 what you call it, a, the winter hat, like a skull cap. And it was literally... 80 something degrees outside. Like, 
I kind of gave the women a pass because when I was in Texas, um, I would see people with like boots that, you know, we like up north, we would wear these boots in the winter, but we're not going to wear them year round because they're winter boots. And I was, you know, telling somebody when I was in Texas, like, hey, why they got they got these Uggs on and it's like some, you know, it's so hot outside and people are like, well, you know, it don't really get cold like that in Texas. So, you know, they just wear them whenever. So I, I kind of has gave, you know, women a pass. I see women all the time, um, throughout the year, you know, wearing unseasonal things, but the situation with these coats, it's just not, I, I'm not, it's not, I can't figure it out. Like, I mean, I, and I, okay. And another thing too, I took into consideration is the fact that it's, you know, we go into these buildings that we work in and it's freezing cold. Like I have to have, like, I have a blanket um, in my office when I do go, like I have a blanket there because that it's, they freeze you out, right? Because it's so hot outside. They freeze you out. So, you know, people in there, they'll have on jackets and stuff like that. Okay. So say for instance, and I've done this before, I've left the office with the jacket on or with the sweater on and it's like 90 degrees outside, but the I can't be out there for like two minutes. Like I'm walking to my car before I'm like overheating because I have this sweater or this jacket on. And then I'm mad at myself because I'm like, damn, I should have left the jacket in there. Now I'm going to end up leaving it in my car next time and I'm be cold on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about all that stuff, but I have to take it off like immediately. So I... I don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't get it. I, it just makes no sense to me. Um, things I've I've seen a lot of since I've been in Atlanta. Accidents. Accidents. There has not been a day. In the three and a half years that I've been here, that I have not driven past an accident or been held up by an accident. It's utterly ridiculous. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that everybody is in a rush. Everybody in this city, I thought they said like the South, you know, in the South, things kind of slow down, whatever have you. These people are in a hurry all the time. They are in their cars, very angry. They're laying on the horns. And it'll be all just to get like two inches up. You know what I'm saying? So... That's how, those are the reasons why there's so many accidents because they're just in a rush. They can't wait. And and my thing is, you got to be strategic about driving in Atlanta. 
like especially for a commute any anything anything that you're anytime that you are having to drive to and from work I knew somebody that lived nine miles away from our job and it still took her 45 minutes to get to work every day but these are the things that we know we know this if you live in Smyrna it's gonna take you know, all of an hour to, or more to get downtown Atlanta. So if I know this and I've only been here a couple of years, what's everybody else's issue? I'm just saying like, this is why there's so many accidents. And then you'll have, you know, it it was an accident 45 minutes ago and the the road is still backed up and you don't really know why. And by the time you get up to the accident scene, like there's nothing there. <laughs> so I'm frustrated because I'm like, well, why the hell y'all still going so slow? I... <sighs> Things I've seen since I've been in Atlanta. <sighs> what else? I think that's that's all I got for right now on that tip you know just things that I just don't quite understand and and for the record I didn't want to move here but I did and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life it took me a couple of years to really settle and start to for for the Atlanta area to to feel like home to me uh, I don't see myself going anywhere else anytime soon um, I, I don't have a reason to leave I, I think I like um, I, I love the weather <laughs> even when it's iffy um, I love the culture uh, I love that there's something here for everybody I love that there's so much opportunity here in this area, like no matter who you are or, or what skills you have or what your trade is, um, there's something here for you. And it, and it uh, made me realize that that's the real reason why a lot of people move to Atlanta, like opportunity. It, it's just, it's a great place to be. It really is. On the flip side of that, it just be some annoying stuff. <laughs> it's just some annoying stuff that goes on. So, I don't know. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. I think I'll have to come back and after I think of some more, uh, maybe on a later episode, and talk about um, <laughs> things that I see, I've seen a, a good amount of in Atlanta. Or just even my life in Atlanta so far and how I'm doing and things like that. But thank you for tuning in.